The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Faith works out of your spirit. Not one ounce of faith is in your mind. Not one ounce. This is a gold setter. This, this, this makes a volitional choice of what I want to be, how high I want to be, how rich I want to be. This makes a choice right here. It's called hope. It's the gold setter. Just like I'd have a thermostat on a wall in a room and I put it on 80. That's the goal. Next thing that happens, the furnace in the basement kicks in. Boom, 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 boom. And said, cause, cause, cause the thermostat just said, send some heat up here. See? And now it's kicking in. And notice when it's gonna stop. It's gonna stop when it reaches 80. That's your mind. And what you believe is how far you go. That's it. Don't, don't look at anybody else. Your condition right now is based on what you believe. That's inside. That's not outside. Nobody's your problem. I'm not your problem. <laughs> Nobody else is your problem. You. Nobody can stop you from reaching your destiny but you. Couldn't stop Joseph. Nobody could. Well, they took him down as a slave. Still couldn't stop him. Why? He had the vision. You had to go set. And see, this thing inside of you called faith, which comes out of your spirit, is there to supply the substance to fill that goal. Isn't that powerful? Now, I want you to get that because this whole thing, you go out here today and there's a lot of organizations and, 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 and so forth and so on. And the next thing you know, people joining them, trying to make it. Because why? You're all trying to get somewhere. And you think, that's your problem, or he's your problem, or this economy is your problem, or your country is your problem, all that. No, 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 your problem is right there. <laughs> your knowledge. My people destroy the lack of knowledge. You know, note your, 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 your release comes from inside, not outside. He said, the spirit of man was saying his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can, who can bear now, there's another place. I want to leave something right there. But if I go to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the boundaries of your life. It says issues here, but it means boundaries in the Hebrew. It's the borders of your life is going to be coming out of your heart. And, and, and nobody is, no, nobody, you, once you're born again, nobody can stop you from reaching your destiny but you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Nobody. It can't be against God. Can it be against God? Well, it can't be against you. Now, I'm saying that because you got to stop putting it on somebody. Once you do that, you don't change. The victim won't let you change. You got to, wait, wait a minute. We shall overcome. You know what I mean? That's the way Martin Luther, Dr. Lord, do the King March. <laughs> it, it, that wasn't victim. <laughs> that was triumph. <laughs> Praise God. Now, my point to you is, if we look here in this Proverbs here, and 
this, this whole idea of uh, the spirit of man sustains his infirmity. Now let's go to Isaiah 53, verse 4. Surely he hath borne our, our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace is upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord laid, hath laid on him the iniquities of us all. This was a description of the lashes that Jesus bore with that whip, okay, on his body. Now, over in the book of Job, and Job chapter 2 is a picture of how he was affected. Watch this. When they lifted up their, their eyes afar off and knew him not, they lifted up their voice and they wept. Now, in the Amplified Translation, it says, he was so disfigured beyond recognition. This is Job. This is when the, the attack came on Job from Satan and he got so sick, he got so emaciated, his pus was coming out of his, his swords on his body. His wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. I, I think she didn't say it because she hated him or anything. I think she was just trying to take the misery out of his life. Why don't you curse him and die? But you'll see in Job 42 how Joseph was released from captivity. Enemy had him captive. And, and I'm saying here that when you see this where the lictor's whip was beating Jesus, that wasn't the bruises God had on him. God bruised his spirit. And that spirit manifestation came out in the natural. And that's what you see. And he was so disfigured on that cross, one of the Roman soldiers said, my God, this must have been the Son of God. He, nobody could stand up under that. He, he, nobody could. Jesus said, Lord, in your hands I commend my spirit. Nobody killed him. He gave up the ghost. And that Job, if you look how it plays out in all those chapters, it's, it's a picture of mankind, what mankind came through, and how he got released at the end. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying something here. I'm saying that what Jesus did with this man at the, at the, at the, at the pool of Bethesda, he said, rise. Now, where is he talking? What was he talking to? His flesh or his spirit? Can't you see? And, and what's in the spirit is out on the flesh. Now, how do I know that? Look at Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12. See, people who don't know God and don't know these things attach attack all the problems on the level of the leaves. 
See, Jesus didn't attack that tree on the level of the leaves, did he? He spoke to it words, and those words released faith that went to the root. And once the root died, what happened to the tree? <laughs> the tree died. You see what I'm saying? The root of you is your spirit. And, and that spirit, if you get that healthy, see, this is where all your, your prosperity, all your health, all your joy, it comes out of your spirit. Your, your body is there just as a, as a fruit, as a, as a physical manifestation of what's happening. And look what it says here in, in, in verse uh, 12 and uh, look at verse 33. Here's what he says. Either make the tree good or his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt or his fruit corrupt. Watch this. For the tree is known by his fruit. Wow, what's in, in this tree, the root, is going to be known by the fruit. So if I got apple fruit, I got an apple root. If I got an, a fruit that can't get enough money to get these bills paid, so there's something, don't, it, inside, it's come there first. Let's fix this, this here. Let's get this word and increase the borders of your inside. Because the enemy has planted a tree that's producing fruit that's causing you to have something in your life that you don't want. We're getting into something here. I'm trying to tell you, you can get out of this thing short time, in a week, in two weeks, a month. You can get out of that situation. But you're going after the wrong thing, going after the outside. But to be fleshly minded is death. You, you can, you, you make it. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of that way is still death. That's Proverbs 14. And look what he says here. This is, this is Luke chapter 17, verse 5. And the apostle said to him, Lord, increase our faith. Because he was telling him, forgive everybody. And he said, increase our faith. That's, that's foolish talk. Well, look what he says here. And if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. It should obey you. What's, what's going to obey you? Those circumstances, those, those, that fruit, that whatever is being uh, uh, manifesting in your life, that's going to obey you. Because this tree that's in here is producing something I don't want. You remember the woman with the issue of blood, Math, uh, Mark chapter 5 and verse 25 through 34? Remember that? And notice what that woman did. She had gone to all the physicians and every one of them told them, you're getting worse. You're going to die. Now think about it. If you just heard that over and over again, you're going to die. And the next thing you know, she heard about Jesus. Oh, good news. And she said, if I could just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. The Bible said over in the Amplified, she continued to say. Now, what is she doing with that? She's applying Luke 17 and 5. She's digging up a tree. That's anything in your life that is not consistent with the Word of God is a tree you want to dig up. <laughs> you want to dig up, and it's up to you. Don't expect me to dig up your tree. I'm digging up my own trees, <laughs> you know, trying to have more patience with them that won't dig a tree up themselves. Okay, so what happens is, uh, man, the next thing you know, this woman says, if I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. If I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. If I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Notice what's happening. She's destroying that grow worse image that was growing worse, growing worse. Now all of a sudden it stopped. 
Now it's reversing. It's going the other way. See, you got to say it enough for the, to reverse the effects of what you got going already. See, you, you got to destroy this tree and you're cursing it by speaking the word of God. And as you speak that word of God, that thing, next thing you know, now, now, ooh, I, I see healing. I, I see if I can just touch it. Ooh, I can see it now. I can see it. Boom. Next thing you know, comes to life. Execute. She starts pressing her way through that group. She didn't care who saw her. Listen, Jesus was walking with the rabbi and the rabbi could have ordered her death. Why? In the Old Testament, it says, if you got some issue of blood, do not come out of the house. Pandemic, whatever, don't come out. of. But notice she had a different vision. She could see something different and it was a driver of her life. Boy, she touched the human club. Boom, virtue flow. Why? Because she believed. And virtue always releases. Virtue is always released through believing. <laughs> and the next thing you know, she thought, saw in her body that she was healed, felt in her body that she was healed, and told him all the truth. And here's what he said. Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. The truth is what you need. <laughs> truth is what, I don't care what your condition is right now. Find out what the truth is. For she said out loud, <laughs> you know, didn't care who heard her. Why? She's changing the inside first. This man, he had to get that inside. Rise. The first place you got to rise is on the inside. You don't rise on the inside. You are not rising on the outside. Now, what it said here over in, in, in Proverbs chapter 18, a wounded spirit who can bear. What happens is people's spirit get wounded. And when your spirit gets wounded, the Bible talks about in Proverbs, people can come in and out of your house at will. Your walls are down. They can get you upset quickly. They can get all kinds of stuff because you, you are wounded. Now, how do you get fixed? By the carpenter. Who's the carpenter? Jesus. How does God affect you? With his word. You can take your word, this word, and repair your spirit. Now, when that spirit is, is, is condemned, do you feel condemned about something you did? That spirit is, um, feels inferior. You, well, they don't like me. Well, I'm a certain color. Well, my hair is not this. All of that leads to a wounded spirit that can't produce the faith that you need for the things that God wants you to have and do. You can't do it. You can't do it because it's all from the inside out. Your body is just a reflection of you. If I can get that spirit strong again, you can use your faith and call forth money. You can command money. That's how strong you can get. Ask uh, Apostle Levi uh, Thompson. <laughs> Money cometh to me now. <laughs> Boy, you can pay. But Jesus' spirit was strong. He didn't see himself as inferior to uh, the devil or storms or anything or death. He never saw himself broke. He can take and go get money out of a fish's mouth. But the, all that you could see when that spirit is strong, see. But when that lictor was beaten on Jesus, don't think the, what, the things on the outside made you heal. By his stripes you are healed. That was stripes God put on his spirit. <laughs> you know? And if you could see it like that, then you'll say, whoa, I receive that. I receive that. And that's where you have miracles taking place. Just like that. 
So let's just finish up here. I just want to finish up with, uh, with Matthew's gospel. Are oh, you getting something out of this? Praise God. This is good stuff, folks. This is good stuff. If he can do it to get you whole through your spirit and get you healed, that's why he said, see, the word of God can be applied to your spirit. That's why it can make you whole. He said um, over in Proverbs chapter 4, verse uh, 20, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ears to my sayings, let them not depart from thy eyes, keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life to those that find them. They are health, and the, the, the Hebrew says medicine to all their flesh. That's why you can apply the word and it can cut off sickness. Let's apply that word. Take that word, minister that word. Say it over and over again because that word has divine life in it. And that word's coming alive as it's coming alive in your, it swallow up death. This lady, she came to me at ministry. She said, Pastor, you know, I want to just give a testimony. I said, what's happening? Sister, she said, well, I was diagnosed with four-stage cancer. I said, is that right? She said, I've got a clean report now. I said, well, tell me what happened. She said, I never quoted what the doctor said. Never once did it come out of my mouth. Because you said, don't let that corrupt communication come out of your mouth. He told us what to say. By his stripes, I'm healed. He told us what to say. And then he goes on down. So look at verse 34. And he says, this is Mark, Matthew, chapter 12, verse 34. He said this, O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever you have in abundance is going to display itself outside, in the natural, in the physical. Verse 35, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things, and evil man the evil treasure of the heart brings forth evil things. So he's just saying, your, your future is coming out of your heart. But he says, keep your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. In, 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 in Job chapter 2, I mean, something got in his heart. Watch it, wiped his finances out. <laughs> Almost destroyed his wife. Whatever it was, I mean, destroyed his marriage. But whatever it was over in Job chapter 42, it mentioned that he had more kids. It didn't say he got another wife. <laughs> he just said, I guess he kept the one he had. But, but the fact of the thing is, is he... Uh, things changed in his life and it reset and got twice fold of what he got before. All right, let me just see if I left anything out here. Uh, These are just, this is just some, some, some things that you, you want to think about because, um, humans justify each other, uh, based on physical evidence, physical punishment and so forth and justice system of, of humans. But God's justice system is in the spirit. It starts in the spirit. All right. So let's just look at the uh, uh, scripture that, um, wraps up all of this. This is Mark chapter 11, and we're going to quit. Mark chapter 11, and look what it said in verse 12. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, happily might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. So here's a fig tree not bearing fruit. That's called religion. And look what it said in verse 14. And Jesus answered, he said unto it, no man any fruit of you hereafter forever. And the disciples heard it. So he wasn't trying to whisper it. He wasn't saying it, um, let's have a word of silent prayer. He wasn't saying that because it doesn't work. It's, it's vocal. It's got to be vocal. All right. And look what it says here. And then they came into Jerusalem. So he went to Jerusalem. Verse 19. And when evening was come, he went out of the city. Next verse. And in the morning... As they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. 
And Peter, calling to remembrance, he said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree you curse is withered away. Now watch this. Dried up from the roots. Now let me ask you. If there's a sickness, and the sickness, everything that you can see, has its component in the invisible. There has to be a component in the invisible or it won't exist. It won't exist. If your spirit ever left your body, you won't exist here. <laughs> you will not exist. The reason why your body is here, because you're in there. You are a spirit. So that's for everything in here. You destroy the spiritual side and the natural side will not exist. It will cease to exist. It'll have to, because that's the law of anything holding. You just can't, it won't just stay there by itself. It's got to have a root. The spiritual root of things is in the invisible. So now what happened is I come and boom, what, what am I going to do? I'm going after the root, because faith goes after the root. And when it goes after the root, destroys that root. Well, what happens to the tree when the root's gone? Can't exist. What happens to the sickness when the root of sickness is gone? And I can make that go by getting righteous thoughts. Know that the righteous are bold as a lion. Know that the righteous turn not away from any. There are people, you ask them their opinion. They, uh, uh, well, I don't, you know what they're doing? They're humming and hawing because they don't want to be wrong when they give you an answer and look stupid. And you got to get over that. You say, hey, I don't care if I look stupid. This is the answer I'm giving you. Now, I'm just saying that you've got to have a boldness to deal in this world. And to, that righteousness gives you a boldness. And you can tell what condition your spirit is in by how you talk, how you walk, how you act. And you can receive ideas and so forth and so on. People who are enslaved, just working a job, trying to get a little money, so forth. No creative ideas, no nothing, so forth. Why? Because those creative ideas are meant to advance you. They're meant to put you on top. <laughs> one idea from God will make you a millionaire overnight. I mean, that, that, that's it. So I didn't mean to get emotional here, but I'm just saying you're not a, a victim. You're not second class. You're not inferior. You're not ugly. You're not this and that. You, you, you think that. They, they bought that. They said the, the, that, that, that the giants in our own sight, we're as grasshoppers and so are we in their sight. People always trying to see you in a way that God doesn't see you. Gideon said, God, you got the wrong man. You telling me I'm a mighty man of valor. I'm the poorest here. I have no education. I have no, He said, I called you something. Look at the prayer of Jabez. That's what it's all about. She named him something, uh, whatever it was. Look at, look at Jacob's life when Rachel uh, named him Benoni. He, he, Jacob changed it. Whoa, whoa. His name is Benjamin. It's not that. You know, look at Zechariah, how he tried to name uh, uh, John something else. And so they had to tie his mouth together. And I'm just telling you right now, get your speech together. Get your image together. You are not somebody that's an accident going, well, I don't know who my daddy is. Yes, you do. He's daddy Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Daddy God. That's who he is. Stop looking back. Stop looking at all these other people. Bible says, don't even compare yourself with me. He said, that is not wise. Compare yourself with Jesus. He's the one that calls you. He's going to always call you by your name. 
He's going to always call you by your name. He didn't call you a loser. He called you by your name. He sees you as a winner. You cannot lose if you see yourself like he sees you because he can do with you what he's supposed to do. There's a whole lot in a name. It really is. He said, your name will no longer be called Abram, but Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made you. Not going to make you. He always sees you like it's already done. Woo, glory to God. You all got me preaching here now. Get that spirit strong. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. And I'm telling you, you can let that spirit get weak and feel condemned. If you've got a sin in your life, confess it. He said he's faithful and just to forgive it. When? Now. How do you receive it? By faith. Done. You can accuse me all you want to, but I've been forgiven. <laughs> Paul said this in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 2, I have hurt no man. <laughs> I have defrauded no man. He, he was the same one hauling them off the jail because they loved Jesus and consenting to their death. You don't think that thing was on his mind? No, no. He got a new mind now. Got a mind of Christ. And so do you. Now, if this thing is not working in your life, some of this stuff not working, usually because faith is not working. And usually faith is not working because something wrong with that spirit. You get that spirit strong again, I'm telling you. You be bold from now on. The Bible says you turn not away from any. You know what I mean? And watch what God's going to do to you. He's going to take you somewhere you never thought you were going to be. See, all that flows out of your inside. I remember Charles and Francis Hunter, a miracle ministry of which when I was first starting, I mean, I just went to all their meetings because I saw all these miracles and I could see Francis Hunter, she'd take a man and he said, you know, my heart and this and that. And she'd take him and take her hand and slap him on his chest. Boom, I speak a new heart in you. <laughs> to God, man, I'll come back about three days. The meeting's still going on. And, and he said, I went to the doctor. The doctor said, I got a heart of a 16-year-old. <laughs> Praise God. What I'm talking about, they knew who they were. They weren't shy. Well, I'm kind of shy. No, you're not. That timidness is a form of fear. And I'm telling you, you got to get out of it. Loose that thing. I command that to come off of you right now in the name of Jesus. From this day forward, you are bold as a lion. Today's message was from our Facebook Live series, Talking Faith. The full message is available in its entirety free of charge on our YouTube channel at Dr. Bill Winston. Don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell to make sure you get our latest videos. Want more content related to today's message to build your faith? Order Putting Faith to Work. In these times, developing your faith is vitally important. When faith is fully developed, you begin to talk, think, and act like God. If you treat your faith like a seed, you'd plant it. And you plant it by saying it. Once you speak it, the soil of your heart grabs it. This is putting faith to work. You can't say what you see. You got to say what he said. When you say what he said, he can watch over his word and make it good. Now speak the word only. Faith is your servant. Now put him to work. Open your spiritual eyes and allow God 
to excite your imagination to see your greatest destiny in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, Putting Faith to Work. To order on CD or DVD, contact us online at BillWinston.org or by phone at 1-800-711-9327. Faith is the key to the kingdom of God that opens the door of your unlimited potential. Order Putting Faith to Work today. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.